This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Hey, Cecil and Tom. Um, I just wanted to call and comment on the lady who had an explanation for why people find comfort when um, loved ones die in religion. Um, I totally understand what she's saying. The only thing I would say about that is um, people who have died after spending a long time and uh, a long time suffering, I can totally understand why somebody would find um, comfort in religion at that point, knowing that or thinking that they know that their loved one is no longer suffering and that they have more ahead of them, but um, happy and not in the horrible place that they were, I can imagine would give them a great deal of relief. Um, whereas having lost my father as um, an atheist, seeing his last month um, being nothing but suffering and having the belief that, you know, that's it, um, I totally understand why it would be a bring somebody comfort to think that they're in a better place, that they're happy and healthy. Um, just wanted to call and put in my two cents. Glory Hill. Hey guys, uh, it's John in California. I've called a few times. Um, <laughs> you know, I figured when I was in the Navy, uh, went in in 86 to 90, you know, that it, you meet so many people from so many places when you go in the military that I would meet somebody from Idaho. And I had never met anybody. From, I did, I've met a couple people that claim to be from Idaho since then, but I, I still don't believe it. I've never seen Idaho, and this is what I kind of deduced when I was in the Navy, that if you went to um, to the Idaho state line, where it says Idaho state line, and look at that sign, and look at, turn around, you know, walk past it, and look back at the other side, it'll say, welcome to, you know, Idaho. It's, it's just, I don't think it really exists. I think it's like a twilight zone kind of thing. Uh, and so that's what I had to say. Bye. Glory hole. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Distance. I got Hold on, hold on, I gotta interrupt you, because it's, it's not just Chicago, it's Draft Central Chicago. Draft, I don't really understand what that means. <laughs> Why the is it Draft today, Central? The roads today, well, the NFL Draft is in Chicago, so they're, the roads today... Uh, down where I was at were just a complete snarl. Like, everything was completely fucking closed down. There was, like, millions of road closures, and everybody was just going to go stand and watch people hold jerseys as they got drafted. <laughs> so I didn't know that that was an event. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you didn't know it was a thing, which I, is great. I, was try- you know, I, I guess I knew that it happened because I knew that, like, I think if I'm right, like, the worst teams go first. Isn't that how yeah, it works? Yeah. Like, the worst. Yeah, so, right. like, it pays to be, like... The Bad. worst of the worst. Yeah. Not yeah. the middle of the worst, right? Yeah, well, the, the Bears got went seventh. So the Bears were not good last year, and they went seventh. Okay. So 
Yeah. Oh. No, it's oh. Draft Central down here. And it's, it's is crowded. Is it always in it's, Chicago, or does it no, rotate? No, the, they, they rotate it all over the world, like, all over the fucking country, wherever the different like like places are where they you know have big NFL following, where the, 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 the sort of states and cities have teams. But they they brought it to Chicago, and it was a big deal, and the infrastructure just couldn't handle it. Every street was just fucking stopped oh, up. It was, like, it was like when they have the soccer draft down here. No, no. <laughs> what you're saying is no, there are cars you know, what, on what the street. I, what Not I mean to say when, they, when I say soccer draft, though, Tom is like that's when Morningstar Mission gives away their Kansas soup. <laughs> so that's the soccer draft. The soccer draft is just like does does anybody want to play soccer for us? <laughs> hey guys, anybody? Like we'll take the reporters in the crowd. We don't care, <laughs> Doesn't matter who. I don't know. You got a kid who's pretty good. Yeah, there's like a like particularly a, fast seven year old. Yeah, we'll take. <laughs> It doesn't I don't matter. We'll take that. That dude we'll in the wheelchair him. looks pretty good. Yeah. We'll we'll grab that guy. Crutches yeah. aren't a problem for us. We're happy. <laughs> <laughs> we won't even call a foul yeah. or whatever if you use yeah. your crutches. I don't know. Do they have? I don't know if they have fouls in soccer. <laughs> you're the best sports. You're the know. best sports. I'm, you are the sports. I fucking That's nailed it, dude. You know what you're talking about yeah. here. Recording from Glorial Studios, Studios in Chicago. <laughs> this is cognitive dissonance. You know, I was actually trying to pick up where I left off, and I thought, like, no, I can't do that. No, no, no. What? What, no, what episode are we? We're two twenty-three, bitches. Because I'm noticing that there's fucking right. Is it twenty-three? Two twenty-three. Okay, two twenty-three. You're right. I think that's two twenty-three. It could be. Yeah, I mean, last, last episode was two twenty-two. Like, was a third of six sixty-six. Yeah, but last episode was like two episodes long. Shouldn't we just call this one two twenty-four? That's cheating. Which I'm. <laughs> I'm. It turns out I'm okay with that. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> fucking, does it matter? Like, who are we cheating? We're cheating ourselves, and that's uh, the that's the important part. I think uh, somehow. Recording from Glory Hall Studios <laughs> in Chicago. <laughs> God, <laughs> this is cognitive dissonance. It's skeptical. It's political. I don't know. There's, there's a <laughs> 223. thing. Two twenty three. So you know, it's funny because um, you know we went to ReasonCon recently, and everybody in the kind of the podcasting community is doing a post ReasonCon wrap up, which we're not going to do. No, we're just no. not going to do it. So, um, but I do have I do have kind of a confession to make, Cecil, which I think might might surprise you and maybe other listeners of the show. So, you know, you can do you can do nothing to surprise me at this point. <laughs> I didn't say disappoint. I said you surprise. Could, you could literally unzip yourself and be a female, and I would be like, "Yeah, I fucking that's fine." I suspect I it all it. along. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> you just like I just get like the one raised eyebrow. You're just like, yeah. all right. Yeah. No, you just keep on unzipping yourself into smaller and smaller people until you're like that guy from fucking like Austin Powers, like the mini me. He's like, like a yeah, Russian yeah, nesting doll of human. Yeah, like skin. whatever. Yeah, he's like a Russian nesting doll of fucking flesh. That's fine. So you know, uh, I may have I may have uh, partaken of chemical uh, joy over the course of ReasonCon, and so I, I felt it incumbent upon myself when I returned to uh, return to some kind of normalcy, and so I thought I would do a detox, Cecil. So, a detox. A detox. Oh. Um, and so what I did is I waited for my fucking liver to detoxify my body. <laughs> Yeah, the ReasonCon was great, though. I I gotta say, of the cons we've been to, ReasonCon was, I think, one of my favorites. And I think the reason why it's my favorite, one of my favorites, is because uh, the people there 
uh, were real laid back with con- like sometimes when you go to like some of these conferences, especially the, the big ones like TAM or whatever, sometimes it can get a little clickish. There's like little clicks that, that sort of form. And when you try to interact with different groups, sometimes you're rejected. And I remember at TAM a couple of times, you didn't feel like you could just walk up and talk to someone. It felt like there had to be some sort of, you know, it's like, it's like uh, asking a girl out f- f- on a date when you're in high school. Like, well, I'm in fucking physics with her, and I also like go to the same church, so I have two fucking points of reference, and then I can ask her out on a date. Right. It's the same thing right. at Tam. It's like I needed. Not only did I have to have like a moment where I smiled at you in the inside the fucking uh, the, the the talk where we both laughed at the same thing, but then I also have to like order the same drink as you or something. Like yeah, there has to be right. some weird numerology in order for me to actually talk to you. And it didn't it didn't seem like that at ReasonCon. It seemed like I could walk to any group and just start talking and people there were very friendly. So yeah, it was a, uh, it was actually a super fun time. Uh, I en- I enjoyed everything about the weekend. It was great. Um, so and I and I agree, man. It was like you just you just walk around and have a good time, and everybody there wasn't any pretension. Yeah, um, and it, I think if you even attempted any kind of pretension at at that event, uh, you would have just been fucking swatted down by just the fucking normalcy of the fucking human beings that were walking around and just chatting and trying to connect. So it was fun. It was it there was, was a great a- time. There was also a ton of podcasters there, people that we, you know, hadn't had a chance to meet before. Uh, we got a chance to meet uh, the Atheism 101 guys. They were real nice, nice down-to-earth guys, guys really yeah. cool guys. Yeah. I had a good conversation with them for a little while, and uh, and it was funny because one of them was, like, really mad. He's like, I hate it when they leave your reviews that they're fucking, you're laughing. What the fuck is wrong with those people? <laughs> it was hilarious. It was indignant very funny. Indignant on our behalf. Yeah, he was totally That's indignant. Terrific. It was great. And then I, you know, we ran into Professor Steven from Atheist on Air. He licked your face. I have a picture of it. Yeah, I don't can't rem- deny remember it. it, but I um, have the photo <laughs> evidence of it. That's weird. We ran into, uh, we ran into, we actually spent a lot of time hanging out with Bryce from Naked Mormonism. Uh, you know, there was a bunch of other podcasters there of course we hung out with david michael we hang out with him at all the cons and he's like i don't know he's like he's like our chauffeur slash administrative assistant slash um sex uh, freeloader yeah. freeloader yeah free lo- i think i'm gonna say freeloader <laughs> here is what i want to say no he's a great guy we know like the thing is he's like, not we a just great met guy him. he's a he's he's not even he's a, a good guy. guy he's a guy yeah. let's he's just a let's just guy Let's just go with it. It's like if you have to he's put a, a guy. descriptor. Yeah. Uh, no, he's he's actually a really cool dude. You know, like we met him at a at a picnic that we put on. And since then, it, it, every conference we go to and every time we hang out with him, he's just he's just a really cool guy. He's really funny. He's great to hang out with. Um, his podcast sucks. But other than that, yeah, I wouldn't listen to his show. I wouldn't listen to his show. I mean, it's terrible. It's awful. Yeah. I actually offered, by the way, to mix his show and he refused. So he could have had a really good show this last time, but he decided to go with his own fucking substandard skills. So, well, maybe, maybe you know, I mean, he was concerned that that it might overload the server if more than four or five people listened. <laughs> you know, I don't know what I don't know what kind, you know, I don't know what kind of bandwidth the man pays no, for. No, it's true, it's true. You know, and then of course the night of the roast, which was absolutely hilarious, and uh, Noah and Heath uh, did a roast of God. And they were absolutely stellar. They were so funny. We got a chance to meet Noah, Heath, and Lucinda. They are genuinely cool people. We hung out with them a lot. And they were funny and really nice. Just really great people. And uh, 
the night that you uh, you abandoned me, Tom. Abandoned. Abandoned That's me. That's accurate. I I wound up recording for <laughs> Professor Stephen, and we actually we actually did a little scathing dissonance or cognitive atheist. I forget which one it is. Um, so just so you know, um, immediately you might replaced. not you might not you might not be the best I could do. I, I love that I'm immediately replaced. Like I'm I'm away for a handful of hours in the wee hours of the night. Might yeah. I add? Yeah. And and immediately you you turn your back on me. You. Fucking traitor. The thing is, is Heath is funnier. That's true. No, I can't. The thing is, like, I'm actually not even grumpy about it. No, no, I get it. Because, yeah. you know, I would I, I would trade you in for a better model, too. Oh, I know. But the, I know. But the better model would have to do so much work. <laughs> it was funny because one guy even, like, I had a couple of people come to me and be like, yeah, Tom's the funnier part of your show. That is <laughs> fucking <laughs> nonsense. Other people awesome. listen to this show. I think it's great. I think it's great. But, you know, the funny really thing funny. is other people listen to this show and get indignant like, why do you let Tom on the show if he yeah. doesn't do any of the work? And they're so mad about it. They are they're mad. so mad. I don't know why but he is. I don't. So. Yeah. yeah, but it was but a great we had time. a great time at Reason Con, and really, you know, and we Bobby just had C a, and Miss Ashley. It's not. Yeah, Bobby that. C, Miss Ashley. There was just so many people, and there was, uh, you know, I, we just met a ton of people that were really great. So it was a fun time. That's demonic, everybody. It is absolutely demonic. So the first story we want to uh, go over, and it's not even a story. It's just amazing. It's from Boing Boy. This guy is great. It's a, And the title is Dungeons and Dragons is full of occult demons, warns Baptist pastor. This guy this is fucking is huge. Enormous. Good Lord. His coat? Why would you even put that sport jacket or suit jacket on? The thing doesn't it's look at his shoulders. I know. It looks like, you, yeah. You, it it looks like he's got a fucking bridge over his shoulders. You gotta understand. Click on this link. This man is not just big. That is an insult to big. Sky is, <laughs> <laughs> is you. You might. This guy is thick, bro. A man might describe like the pyramids at Giza as big. By comparison to this yeah. gentleman, this gentleman, and he's fucking red or purple of the face. <laughs> He's iridescent. It depends on how he catches the light. Dude, is what it is. That is not. That is not a skin tone. That no. means good health. I was just gonna say. Say, you know, it is a skin tone. It's just not for healthy. People. Yeah, right. Yeah, it basically means your heart is exploding right now. <laughs> Could you imagine going to like a store to try to buy just even his ties? They'd be like, well. We kind of don't have one that's going to wrap around your neck, so I got this barge rope back here, and if you're interested, it's kind of got a little interesting pattern on it, but uh, we really can't get around your neck. I'm sorry. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. He's like he's like a mountain. He looks like a... The man looks like a fucking enormous cherry sundae of lard. <laughs> It'd be like dressing the Statue of Liberty. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just hard. It's just hard to do. It's challenging. All right, let's play this guy. This guy's giving us the fucking whoopsie doodle here with his fucking devil sign. So hold on a second. This is this fucking Dungeon and Dragons pastor. I don't know. His name's Win Warley. <laughs> even sounds like a fat guy. <laughs> He's so fat. He's so very fat. The satanic salute and the unicorn, flying horse, rainbows. Of course, that's in the that's the New Age symbols. 
Enchantments, fetishes, potions, spells, dungeons and dragons, occult games like that, psychic readings, reincarnation, pyramid, clairaudience, mental science, false visions, superstitions, amulets, talismans, Satanism, karma. It sounds like he's a fucking auctioneer. Like he's trying to like sell us these things. Do I have karma? Do I have karma? Do I have unicorns with gay fucking rainbows? Do I have that? <laughs> it sounds like the skeptic's creed. I should just give him a copy of it. <laughs> it does. He didn't mention dolphins. No, though. no, no. Or giant worms. Yeah. These are some of the occult These spirits. These are some of my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> These are some things that I ate for dinner. <laughs> now, if you've dabbled in any of these, then you're cursed. Your children are cursed. Your grandchildren are cursed. Your great-grandchildren are cursed. That oh, my God. That's so, so bad. bad. <laughs> wow. Jeez. You're fucked like, like six generations deep. Oh, God. Like, if fucking even STDs aren't that bad. The, uh, like, can you imagine, like, looking over at your dad and your dad's like, oh, man, I totally played D&D one time yeah. back in the 70s. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Dad. Now I'm fucking cursed. I'm totally cursed. And my kids will be cursed, too. Why oh, even yeah. have kids? Why even live? <laughs> <laughs> now, there is a way to take care of that. And we're going to do that. It's quite simple, really. Don't believe in bullshit. <laughs> it's super easy, actually. There's uh, Satan is a legal expert, and as long as he has legal rights to be somewhere, you cannot budge him. I don't care who you are. Wait, Satan is a legal expert, Tom. Satan is like Matlock? No, no, Satan is a little different. Hold on a second. I, I, I think this is true. This is true that Satan is a legal expert, and uh, and uh, and there's a movie that actually proves that. Better to reign in hell than serve in heaven, is that it? Why not? I'm here on the ground with my nose in it since the whole thing began. <laughs> Devil's advocate. I've nurtured every <laughs> sensation man has been inspired to have. I cared about what he wanted and I never judged him. Why? Because I never rejected him. In spite of all his imperfections, I'm a fan of man! I'm a humanist. <laughs> Maybe the last humanist. <laughs> awesome. There's, uh, Satan is a legal expert, and as long as he has legal rights to be somewhere, you cannot budge him. I don't care who you are. Well, you, nobody can budge you either because you're like the blob, I was going right? to say, this is, like, this is a man who knows a little something about not budging. <laughs> like out of the buffet line, for example. <laughs> Or say his airplane seats. This is a guy. Oh, pardon me. Hold on. Airplane seats. <laughs> airplane. This is. I'll take one. Cargo plane. <laughs> this is a guy who still wakes up in morning crying every every night uh, in remembrance of Wendy's pasta bar. Yeah. You know, just, Why are you taking it away? Why? Yeah. The worst part is, is he cries gravy too. That's the worst. <laughs> and he cries at the Ponderosa. <laughs> he just cries on your steak. Like you call him over, you're like, "Hey, bro, I need this thing's a little dry." He's like, <laughs> just fill your plate up with demi gloss from his eye socket. It's fucking amazing. It's like it's fucking rich and buttery. That's for sure. <laughs> Look at that. I guess what I'm saying is he's so fat. He's <laughs> incredible. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you can throw your coat at him or blow on him or whatever. Why would you put your coat on him? 
Wait a minute. Hold on. Slow the trade down. <laughs> no, you could th- you could throw your coat at it. Why? Well, who would think that that would solve the problem? <laughs> well, because the devil is like a fucking mouse. <laughs> like you just shoot, you can shoot it he away. Just, he's just like it's like it's like a bumblebee. I can't think. What is he out of here? Is he a devil? Is he a puddle that I have to like escort a young lady over? Oh, <laughs> let me put my coat over this puddle of Satan. You've got to take away the legal grounds. That's what we're doing. Now we're going to take away the legal grounds on the occult. If you've ever been involved, or you say, well, I don't think I've ever been involved. Well, your ancestors may have been, so take no chances. Let's renounce it. It's not going to hurt you to renounce it. It might hurt you not to. So if you would bow your head, please. <laughs> I love He's like, like, God is up there. He's like, oh, y'all had a coupon? Okay, come on in then. Oh, I didn't know you had a coupon. Is this one of those living social deals? This is this is one of those Satan bogos. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, I, I was gonna curse your children's 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 children, but I mean, I, I guess there's no harm in just well, saying. Now that you now that you're done and up and apologized, I guess I won't ruin the lives. Why of your don't children. y'all come in for sweet tea? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sweet tea. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Here's a man who has consumed his fucking weight in sweet (laughs) Sweet tea. tea. (laughs) Why is it? Why? Fucking, I had some tea when we were down in North Carolina. Hold on. Yeah, no, yeah. That shit is fucking pure. Like, it's fucking hummingbird water. Unbelievable! I, I it am- is amazing, isn't it? It is. Uh, you you taste it, and you're just like, "What the oh, what? Doesn't the even what? have a tea taste." Good lord! It's just discolored water. That's oh all. It, God. it just. It's like you know what I think it is, and I'm only half kidding. I think it's just water and brown sugar. <laughs> I don't think, there's no tea involved. I mean, I took two sips, and I got fucking diabetes. <laughs> You already had, I already had diabetes. Wilfred Brimley was trying to fucking sell me test kits at all. <laughs> so this story comes from the Raw story. Texas GOP lawmaker, what is going on in Baltimore is because of too many gay marriages. What? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's 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 the fucking problem. Says a guy who's so fucking divorced from the actuality of the problem. A fucking dude in Texas is going to talk about, like, what it's like. A fucking old white dude in Texas has fucking thoughts about what it's like to be a fucking disempowered black person in fucking Baltimore. And you're going to blame it on fucking gay marriage? Yeah. Well, because, you know, in the the black community in Baltimore, gay marriage is rampant. Yeah, right? That's the thing. It's like, are you... You don't you you misunderstand literally yeah. everything about this community. And so, you know, it's it's it could be and I mean, let's give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Maybe it is gay marriage that's causing it, it it's it's either that or, you know, we could we could always turn our attention to Rand Paul who is blaming the Baltimore riots on absentee fathers. Uh because that's another that's another option. Hold so Hold on though. Like let's say like I got to I got to be okay. So this one guy saying Gay marriage is the problem. Right, yes. And the other one's saying absentee fathers. Well, what if you had a gay parents and they're both dads? You have two dads. That's true. You have twice as many dads as other families. Yeah, well then, I mean, but then you're probably like, then, I don't know, maybe you riot, I don't, maybe you loot, but then you give it right back? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure. It's all very confusing. It's very confusing because they're I, just making yeah. it up. And if you listen, I'm going to play this clip for you. This is Rand Paul. Now, the beginning of it 
is a woman talking to him. So she's saying some things that are like fucking uh, basically making it a federal thing, trying to impugn Obama while he's saying, no, it's not. So listen to what listen to what he, she has to say in, the, in his response. Do you think that President uh, would have been smart to come out uh, after the Saturday uh, night disaster where you had an entire baseball stadium told to stay in the stadium? It was so dangerous. Uh, and they still didn't call for any type of emergency procedures on the streets. They didn't call for any reinforcements, didn't call for a curfew. Uh, then this thing boils over throughout the day yesterday after this uh, funeral for Freddie Gray. It was it was clearly and quickly spiraling out of control. What would you like to have heard perhaps earlier on from the president or even the new attorney general? You know, I don't know if there is an answer from the federal government. It obviously is a, is, is a local problem primarily. You see what it, you yeah. see how he did that? Yep. Like immediately, that's how he. And it's like it's so funny that these people are so disconnected from these officials. They have no idea that that. I mean, you could, I could have guessed that that's how he was going to respond. Even that question, even as a Democrat, I'm like, okay, yeah, well, fucking, it's not a, it's not a fucking federal deal. Yeah, and I love that she tries to set him up as a, you know, because here's the thing, like here's he's a 2016 wannabe, right? And so yeah. what she's doing is she's setting him up to take a pot shot at the current administration in order to create divisiveness and distance i mean that's that's like they're that's everybody does this right yeah you know oh i got your guy let me feed you a softball let you knock it out of the park and even he's like no i'll fucking take some bait but that's some fucking bait that i'm not taking because it's not even consistent with his own fucking platform yeah and i don't even agree with the guy's platform (laughs) well hold on now let's hear what he has to say about the riots themselves but you do have to have enough uh show of security enough show of a police force to deter the kind of action. I think once it happens, it sort of spirals out of control. And uh, it's, it's, it's depressing, it's sad, it's scary. I came through the train on Baltimore last night. I'm glad the train didn't stop. But the thing is, is that really there are so many things we can talk about mm-hmm. that I think it's, it's something we talk about not in the immediate aftermath, but over time. You know, the breakdown of the family structure, the lack of fathers, the uh, the lack of sort of a moral code in our society. And this isn't just a racial thing. It goes across racial boundaries. But we do have problems in our country, and you, you see this, and you see that we're close to the tipping point, closer to the tipping point than many think. And um, so there are a lot of things that can be done, but there can be no excuse for the behavior. What a, first, I mean, how fucking disconnected from reality can you be? Than this guy. This is a guy you want to be president. Like, what is he talking about? He's talking about fucking the tipping point. The tipping point. What the fuck are you even? What tipping? What does point, that mean? Man? Do you have any idea what he means? Well, there? I think he's you know like like there's been two riots and within a couple years over police brutality that's sort of stemmed from police brutality, but also have some real systemic problems that are rooted in the community there in both those places ferguson and in baltimore that are that extend past police brutality into something completely different um but but the problem is is that these guys what they're going to blame it on is you know well there needs to be you know absent he starts saying absentee fathers and he's like oh wait it's not a racial thing it's like fucking clearly it's a racial thing dude when you're saying fucking absentee fathers are the problem with baltimore riots yeah, and then he's and then he tries to say like the lack of a sort of moral code in our society, um, and then he says we have problems in our country at the tipping point. Well, what do you mean the lack of a moral code in our society? What what are you getting at? This is all just fucking weasel words. 
Like nothing that he says means anything. And, he, and when he says like, well, there's so many things we can talk about, I just want to be like, well, fucking talk about one. Then pick something and fucking talk about it. Pick a point, declare a position, defend your position. That's right. how this works. Don't just don't just fucking hedge on oh, it's something we can talk about, not in the immediate aftermath, but over time. What is that? What do you ta- what does that mean? What does that mean? It means you don't want to say anything because you you run the risk of fucking offending people or being obtuse or being blamed for you know what I mean fucking be brave, take a stance, tell us how you feel, defend how you fucking feel. That's it. And if you don't have anything to fucking say about it, say, hey, you know, I haven't considered this enough. I'm not sure enough of what the situation on the ground is to talk about it intelligently. This sort of fucking weasel word bullshit is just how how is this going to be a fucking presidential candidate? It's a lot of words to say nothing. It, it's, it's interesting because I've never been obviously I, as, as a reasonably privileged white middle class dude. I've never been in a position where I've I've had to endure um, generations long uh, lack of opportunity, um, systemic violence visited upon me by, you know, not only members of my own community, but the, the forces outside of my community who are um, supposed to keep us, us safe, um, you know, grinding poverty. Um, shitty schools, unsafe conditions in the in the streets and in workplaces. You know, these are things I've never had. I just don't have to deal with them. Right. And I have no way to conceptualize um, how I would respond to that um, when that rage finally boils over. I, I think that there's I think it's it's an impossible. Um, all I can do is empathize and say, man, like I, I, I don't get it because I'm not in your shoes. Yeah. And I don't want to pretend that I get it because I can't be in those shoes. And and I can't get behind, you know, I, I honestly can't. I can't say like, yes, definitely the solution is to burn down the CVS. Like that's not the solution to the problem. Right. But at the same time, it's really hard for me to say, man, I have I have never been filled. I've just never been filled with that much rage. I've never looked around my community where block after block is urban blight, where – the the uh, sending my kids to school is dangerous and maybe yeah. even foolhardy where, you know, the quality of the education that they receive is going to be spurious at best. Yeah, uh, I those are just those are just it's a world I physically it's like I fucking it's like a different country. It's like a it's like I live in a fucking entirely different country. Yeah, because there are there are more than there is more than one America, man. There's fucking there's there's fucking urban black America. Or urban minority America, and then there's you know fucking the white America, and they're, and they're fucking really different places to grow up, and they're really different places to live. And I know that's a gross oversimplification, um, but but I think you get the point largely. Well, I think I think I think let's let's simplify it a little differently. Let's say there's economically fucking completely devastated America. And then there's also, you know, middle class America. Right. That's those, a better way that, to say it. You know, that, I mean, that, it, it just it, that, those are those are the two divides and people don't understand what it's like. Many people don't understand what it's like to grow up and be completely impotent and just have like no future, nothing to look forward to systematically there's no way because the way in which we we handle our property taxes to fucking fund our schools there's no way you're going to get out of that you know everybody around you is a dropout you're a dropout you're not going to get you're not going to better yourself 
all you're going to think to do is try to get ahead as, as best you can with the tools that you have available. And the tools you have available are like drug trade and gangs. Right. That's the best that you can do because you, you just don't have a way out. Yeah, there are fucking are there fucking success stories from the fucking like really poor parts of the country? Yeah, sure, they exist. But they're like, I mean, that's like fucking it's like a fairy tale compared to the rest of those people. Podcasters. They live in squalor, destitute and disenfranchised, eking out an existence as best they can in such desolate places as Chicago. In pairs, but otherwise alone, they suffer from hunger and thirst, barely making it day to day on store brand chicken wings and weak domestic beer. But now you can help. For just a few dollars a podcast, pennies a day, you can give them the restaurant-style chicken wings and imported beer that they so desperately need. For less than the price of a cup of coffee, you can make a difference in their lives, allowing them the opportunity to rant unfettered, as nature intended. Please, go to patreon.com backslash distancepod today make a pledge and help these poor innocent creatures lead a life worth living so this story comes from the raw story um man what's this guy on tv for fox priest hard to trust an atheist president because they don't fear eternal damnation um fox news contributor father jonathan morris um said it's uh one thing is very certain you can't fake religion. Well, well, sure you can. Yeah. Wait, I, and that, I, I, when I read the article, I thought like, well, here, fucking watch me. You know, like, yeah, yeah, a lock bar, man. Like, sure, uh, cool. I, <laughs> Just, like, <laughs> you, you can't check up on me. You know, I could pretend yeah. to be a Christian. I could sure. do that passively if I needed to. I've done it. <laughs> I went to a church because a girl I was interested in went to the church, man. Like, you can do it. Lots of people do it. Priests do it. <laughs> you can fake religion. It's like a really easy thing to fake. <laughs> it's not like saying like, hey, you can't fake having five fingers on your left hand. Like, fucking, I would agree with you. Like, you can't fake that. Like, you either have your five fingers or you don't. But religion, sure, you just, what religion are you? I'm Christian. Okie doke. <laughs> like, that's it. How do you not fake it? And then the other thing that this guy has to say when he says, look, uh, it's because, uh, you know, it's hard to trust an atheist because they don't fear eternal damnation. I can spin that around on you and say, well, it's hard to trust a, a fucking end times Christian because they think this is the end times and they don't give a shit. Yep. You know, like where it matters in the real world, they don't give a fuck. So if if you think Revelations is fucking a real thing, I think you're not fit to lead, period. That's, I mean, fucking full stop, man. I don't think you, I don't think that you should be getting votes as somebody who is an end times believer. 
uh, some or even I mean even let's let's even just go to like creationist. If you're a creationist, you just you're so divorced from reality. I just don't think you should be leading. So, you know, this knife cuts two ways. Somehow you think that because there's no internal damnation, they're not going to try to do some they're going to do something, I guess, immoral in some ways. I mean, I guess that's what that's what your argument is, is that, well, with no checks and balances after you die, then you could basically do whatever you want while you're alive. And you think, well, we kind of already have checks and balances in place for a reason. If we thought Jesus was going to handle it, we wouldn't have the Supreme Court in Congress. We just have a fucking king that got appointed. That's it, right? And because we tried that, and yeah. you know, Saudi Arabia has that, and that's that. Fucking England used to have right. that. I know, like, That was it's ridiculous. You know, I also think that honestly, like, I mean, if you it, like you said, the, the sword cuts both ways. I mean, what about the problem of forgiveness within within your faith, within the Christian faith, where you can just fuck up and be like, "Oh man, I totally started that war, but God." Yes, some Christian sects absolutely do that, where they're just like, whatever I do, I can be forgiven for. All I have to do is just ask for it. I just have to repent, right? Fucking, okay, well, all he's got to do is fucking put the launch codes in and then just fucking ask for forgiveness. Sure. totally fine. Don't they all believe in that? I don't think so. I don't think that. I think that some need a, like a... A middleman in order to repent. I think I know. I'm pretty sure that Catholics need like a middleman. I thought you just had to, to confess and repent. I thought that was all you had. Yeah, to Yeah, but do. I think you have to have like a fucking uh, a fucking paid representative of God there, like, <laughs> in order to do it. Yeah, I just, I just, you know, I, I think about that, and I think like, well, you know, atheists don't have to face eternal consequences. No, we have to face fucking immediate consequences. That's exactly it, right? And, it's immediate versus fucking eventual. And and the other thing is like, I don't have. As an atheist, you know, I have to constantly look at the moral decisions that I make and decide if the decisions that I make, you know, if they fundamentally shift or alter, you know, the character of myself, the narrative of myself that I'm telling to myself, right? Like, because that's what we are, right? We're a story we tell ourselves. And and we have these this story that we tell ourselves and we decide I am a good person. I and everybody decides they're a good person. And I you know, I am a person of high moral character and this and that and the other thing. And so we have we have to constantly uh reevaluate our choices and how they fit into those uh in, into that story and into that framework. But if I'm religious, I don't have to do the work of reconciling um, my actions with, you know, my sense of self, because I can dismiss my actions through divine forgiveness. I can make that shit go away. And so I don't have to reevaluate. Am I still a good person? Instead, I can just be like, I fucked that up. I need to be forgiven by the big man. I mean, one yields a stronger moral character and the other one is religious belief. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, we speak that. This story comes from the Christian Post. Long Island medium Teresa Caputo under investigation for fraud. Christian Post, huh? I know, right? I mean, it's not even the raw story. Um, horrifyingly, this if you go to this website, like I'm, I'm looking at the mobile version, so the images... I know, I just... actually had a, I deleted the M, because if you go to the mobile version, it's just her giant <laughs> face. So it like, takes up the whole screen. It's a horror show. 
You need to stop looking at these things on your phone. It's Oompa Loompas as far it's as the eye can see. fucking crazy. Good lord. So she's under investigation for You fraud. know what she looks like? She looks like one of those troll dolls with the hair down. Oh, God. No, she's uglier than that. Uh, so she's under investigation. Um, many of her clients are dissatisfied with the readings. They claim she has me? no gift. Well, no shit. Um, and they have plenty of sources helping her pull off a scam. And they say oh. she's like a vulture preying on the most vulnerable. It's despicable. Uh, and it's kind of like, how are you just figuring this out? No now? kidding. You watch. I mean, even with editing on that show, you watch that show. And there's no way you can get around her not knowing it's a, like like doing a cold reading. I mean, she walks into like a bakery and she says, whose mother died? And there's like fucking 10 people that are over 60 in there. Of course somebody's fucking mother died. Sure. Because mothers just, die. It's just ridiculous. The shit she throws out there, even with editing, Tom, even with the fucking magic of film and fucking B-roll and extra fucking footage, she still looks like a fake, man. And I'm not even like I'm not even fucking super trained in how cold reading even works. Like I kind of I kind of get it. I'm just a I'm just a guy who would be really hyper skeptical of something like that. So whenever they say something, I immediately question it. But I, you get somebody in there like Joe nickel or fucking is you know somebody is somebody like fucking richard wiseman they'd be like fucking they would face fuck her oh yeah they would fucking immediately know what the fuck she's doing they would immediately know that she's fucking lying they would you know the the thing is is if you get somebody in there who's a who's a real pro they'd absolutely be able to like completely point out all of the things that she does but even as a fucking rank goddamn amateur i can tell she's a fake you know what what kills me about this this whatever passes for a story from the Christian Post. It says Caputo lives in New York and is a certified medium with the Forever Family Foundation. I thought, wait a minute, a certified medium? What exactly is the certification process <laughs> for frauds? What do you have to do? Like everybody just shows up and is like, are, are, you, are you a convincing liar? Yeah, I'm really convincing liar. Oh, okay, great. You're a fucking... You went to upstairs fucking medium college, too? <laughs> I mean, what is a certified fucking medium? How would you certify? There's not been a fucking single medium that's ever been tested or proven to be, you know, actually got a single fucking gift at all. All of this is gift. I fucking hate that term. That has any fucking skills whatsoever in terms of, you know, clairvoyance or paranormal powers. It's all fucking made up. It's all very obviously made up. They they can never produce on demand. They always are, you know, like you said, they're like fucking, they're shitting their fucking garbage into a crowd of people. And it's a fucking most out, outrageous, you know, like, who here has somebody with heart problems? I don't know, we all have fucking hearts. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> And it's like one of the most common things in America when we eat like sticks of butter. Right. You know, you know like, it's like, yeah. are you kidding me? I've got, first of all, if I walk in a room, I'm a walking fucking bag of health problems. They're like, I don't yeah, fucking, exactly. my, all of my organs are trying to leave my body all the time. 
for better the fucking The older you are, seriously though, the older yeah. you are, the more aches and pains you have, the more right. problems you have with your body. It's like, it's so easy just to walk up to an old person and be like, oh, you know, I'm noticing some problems. Like, and then you start like going around your chest and you're just like, oh yeah, well there's like fucking literally 35 things in there yeah, that like, can be wrong. It's like somewhere in your torso region. Yeah. And it's like, well that's God, where all of my amazing. organs are. It's amazing. Did you hear about the uh, the the little person palm reader that escaped from prison? What? No. What? No. It was a small, medium, at large. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, that joke is so up your alley. That's the best part. Like I can see you fucking grinning ear to ear, just like it's a small medium that's at large. great that joke is uh, so oh god we're navigating away from this small medium at large see because they were oh little. god it jesus <laughs> i'm raymond massey and i have a special message for senior citizens today's doctors drugs and medical devices truly work medical miracles for young and old alike but there are some as phony as a three dollar bill Investigate before you invest in health services or products. Help stamp out quackery. So this story is awesome. It's from The Guardian. Uh, none of it is true. Wellness blogger Belle Gibson admits she never had cancer. Holy shit. Um, this fucking horrible degenerate of a human being um, built an empire, a wellness empire, sold books, website, blog, all that kind of shit. Um, was on television. All all of this was sold um, on the claim that she cured her own terminal brain cancer uh, through lifestyle changes and diet. Um, and in fact, she recently told uh, Australian Women's Weekly in an interview that it's all bullshit. She made the whole fucking thing up. Isn't that crazy? Can you imagine how many people bought her shit, man, and followed her shit? And blame themselves because, you know, they're supposed to be eating fucking spirulina and fucking wheat germ or whatever the goddamn made-up bullshit by an unqualified fraud. Yeah. You know? So whatever garbage she just fucking puked out of her fucking face hole in order to, to make money off the backs of fucking sick people... And people are following this, and then the one day they eat a fucking cheeseburger, and you know... Their fucking tumor doesn't shrink. And you know they're fucking beating themselves up. They're beating themselves up because they didn't follow the fucking Gibson Super Diet 100%. And now their fucking tumor isn't shrinking. And maybe if they hadn't eaten that cheeseburger. You know what I mean? You know that shit happens. And, you know, to the people who aren't fucking sick, I really don't care. You know, whether you're eating fucking, you know, your spoonfuls of wheat germ every day or whatever the fuck you're choking down. You're trying to figure out a way to prevent yourself from getting cancers, etc., I don't. I mean, I really don't care. But like you said, it's the sick people. Those are the people that are at risk. Those are the people that fucking are looking for a place to turn because they might not be able to get answers other places because it's fucking so bleak for them. And they come to this woman because she seems to have answers and they fucking eat whatever she tells them and fucking buys their app and follows her blog. Fucking she gets tons of money based on this. And she even had like committed fraud based on. Some uh, she was supposed to get money to charity and she didn't do that. I know, like, uh, what kind of 
awful human are you? It's it's fucking all the awful. That's what she is. You know, but it, you know, I'm reminded of that fucking Kevin Trudeau asshole. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and he he's in fucking the, the judge fucking threw the book at that dude the other day. Yeah. Just fucking yeah, chucked yeah. it at him yeah, right yeah, in the yeah. bean. And but people stood up in the courtroom, and this is a man who admitted he admitted to being a fraud. He, had, he fucking came out and said it. He's convicted of it. He's being sentenced for it. And people stood up in that courtroom and defended him. They stood up, you know, people who were who were supposed to be quiet observers. They stood up and fucking yelled stuff about, you know, how Kevin Trudeau's fucking mystery book of super mysteries or whatever fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it was called? It was called The Things That Doctors Don't Want You to yeah, Know. Yeah, right. Yeah, that they don't want you to know. The fucking They thing. don't want you to know. But, yeah. you know, the thing is, like... This woman will still have. You're right. This woman will still have followers. There will you know, be people and, who think that this is a conspiracy by right, big medicine, right. or you know, absolutely. It's fucking absolutely. so depressing. You can't it's, undo it. You can't unring that bell. I I get. I understand the fucking natural. You know, people want to go back to you know eating better, wholesome foods, etc. I get it. It fucking makes sense. It's you know, it's it's good wholesome foods. I understand if that's what you want to do with your diet, go do it. But to make claims like this that say, like, I treated my own cancer with this, you know, that's right. fucking dangerous. That's dangerous. I understand you want to fucking go out there and be like, oh, well, I just think that this is going to prevent cancer. Well, you could think that's going to prevent cancer all day and then make your own fucking website. But when you are trying to make sure that you're giving yourself your own credibility through lying like this. You just, I hope that I hope that she she receives some sort of punishment. I know they have some crazy laws over in Britain where like fucking can't wear a wig on Sunday or whatever the fuck. And they're gonna probably they're gonna throw the book at her. Hopefully, I mean you can't like you can't even say like uh, you can't even call that Sally Morgan a fraud. Yeah, I know that's crazy. Can you imagine? I mean, this whole show would break down if we couldn't I just know. mock people. Yeah. I can't. Mercilessly like we do. Right. It wouldn't even, there wouldn't even be any point in doing it. Although I'm not convinced there's any point in doing it anyway. You're all sick! Oh, be nice! Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone gay! Oh my god, what's happening now? We work hard. We play hard. Everybody dance now! So this story comes from Right Wing Watch. It's Pat Robertson! Yay! I, I I troll around looking for Pat Robertson to say and do something do. awesome because yeah. he's just fucking delightful. Pat Robertson, sodomy, abortion, and mocking fundamentalists will doom America. I love it. So it's 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 sodomy and abortion. Oh, all right, these are the similar talking points, and then just making fun of me. Just stop <laughs> well, being make, a big duty head. We've been making fun of this guy since two thousand eight, and that's why we've doomed America. <laughs> Take that, America! Well, you're fucked, <laughs> fuckers. Now. Fuck you, America. Cecil uh, and Tom fucking bent you over. <laughs> going to fucking Sweden now, oh, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's play Pat Robertson. This is Pat Robertson from his 700 Club via Right Wing Watch. 400 years have passed since America was first conceived at Cape Henry. 400 years have passed since Pat was born. <laughs> <laughs> since Pat's golden birthday. Oh. <laughs> uh. Pat's so old, like he remembers stoning of witches in Salem. <laughs> it was yesterday in his backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Come on over for the stoning. <laughs> and respect for our roots is growing cold. 
Yet one undeniable fact still remains. At its core, the United States of America is a Christian nation. One undeniable fact. I said it out loud. As long as I fucking min- like only pick certain things and omit literally all of the history of the United States. If you ignore history, this is a historical fact. Like, okay. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. All right. It's cool, bro. Undeniable. So don't even try to deny it. Cool cross, bro. Well, with your stuff knowing and your book <laughs> And you're thought-thinking. Yeah, but I have some questions. No, it's an undeniable fact. <laughs> it's completely undeniable. Here's the thing, bro. I'm denying it. I'm denying No, you can't. I said it was undeniable. That's how I win. That's how I win first. <laughs> Not it. I'm rubber, you're glue. <laughs> Whatever you say. All right. Those words we better heed, ladies and gentlemen, on this special anniversary. When we lose religion, pure, undefiled religion, farewell to virtue, Farewell to liberty. Farewell to the things that we love. And isn't that what's happening in Baltimore or other cities, Ferguson and so forth? I would argue that a lot of those people are very religious. Uh, right? <laughs> this is not an eighth. Like, you're not like going to uh, urban uh, centers and, and walking around finding a whole bunch of fucking atheists. The fucking churches are pretty powerful things in, in most indig- like poor communities. Well, what what I, what I think people are missing is that the uh, Baltimore is actually an atheist commune. That's true. I don't know. Yeah. It's what it is. That's what's that's what it is, and that's why the revolts happen is because they're non-religious. I guess that's an undeniable fact. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, Pat Robertson in this is so awesome looking. He his not only is one side of his face droopy, <laughs> but one side of his body is droopy. <laughs> It's like he's like a half melty candle. I, that man is. I was gonna say he is just going to melt one day. Yeah, he's just <laughs> someone is gonna fucking splash some water on him on air. He's like, I'm melting. <laughs> we lost the virtue that made this country great, and we've got a Supreme Court now that's deciding whether they're going to bring in sodomy and put it in the Constitution. <laughs> That's a, what? Woohoo! Let's put the sodomy in the Constitution. Uh, what exactly would that be? An amendment like, like you have to fucking take it in the pooper I, or blow somebody? Right? Like I, how does that work? I'm just, I, I'd be thrilled. I think it sounds great. Like a sodomy <laughs> in the Constitution because now you don't even have to fucking ask for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just it's just it. that's just straight up in there. You're like you're fucking throwing down. You're like, listen, yeah. I, I don't know what you're into. <laughs> But I'm into the Constitution. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read your Miranda rights, and I'm going to fuck you in the just, ass. Like, <laughs> look, I, I'm not sure if this is your thing, but you kind of have to blow me if you love America. Yeah. I and don't look, know. you don't have to say anything because you could plead the fifth throughout the entire thing. We have brought in the murder of unborn children. Put that in the Constitution. It's on page three. <laughs> wait, wait. It's, no, it's on, on page it's three. Like, it's, I, you didn't read that? It's... Fucking read your constitution, Cecil. <laughs> oh, man, we totally put that in the it's constitution, in there. bro. It's in there. Yeah, no, actually, what we did was we wrote the constitution in unborn blaby blood. That's how it, <laughs> yeah, just dipped our fucking ink in their fucking slotted skulls. <laughs> <laughs> we used their tiny fingers as quill pens. <laughs> We got, it's like you got one of those mechanical, oh. those old mechanical pencils, you know, like 
when you're done writing, you pull out the, the, the one in the bottom and you stick it in the top and it pushes the next little baby finger down. And that's how uh. you... We have brought in every kind of um, heinous practice and enforced it in the Constitution. This guy hasn't read the Constitution. What is he <laughs> no talking idea about? what's in it? It's like, yeah, isn't that like fucking penthouse letters? Isn't that what the Constitution is? At the highest levels of our land. And sooner or later, a holy God is going to say, I've had enough with you. I've had enough. I'm, my hands are going to be taken off your nation. No, no, no not till they're done. Not till they're done. You keep your hands on my nation. He's God's been fisting the Grand Canyon don't, for years. Don't just fucking tease my nation. You're going to start a job. He's been rubbing job. Nevada with a circular motion for years. He's been waiting for that fucking thing to wet up. You know what I mean? It's so dry over there. He's just. It's fucking desert dry. It's just it's God is bad at foreplay is what it is. It's fucking drought over there. Terrible Let's at that. Go. What they need to do is just get a big river of KY going through there for God's hand to sort of stream glide over it. But right now, the hand of God is upon us for blessing. We have been blessed beyond any nation on earth. There's a freedom we have in America no other nation has enjoyed. Yeah, so fuck those other nations. Fuck them. Like, fuck what those other say? nations. He's like, no other nation enjoys freedom? No, no, no. Are you kidding me? I, they don't. Nobody enjoys freedom except for the United States. Everybody else gets locked in prison. Give me a prick. No, that's idiot. true. If you go to any other nation, they can't. They can't stuff or do. <laughs> they can't. It's true. It's true. No, I mean it's true. You can't. I mean, if like you lived in Canada, ah, oh, can you yeah. imagine? Can you imagine how horrible it'd be to like wake up and you're in Norway or some other fucking. You know, gulag hellhole. Yeah, like, like Norway, like the Wang nations up there <laughs> that are all, like the all, the cock and balls nations that are hanging sacks. up there. Yeah, we have riches, we have untold opportunities. There's never been a country like America. Why? Because it's founded on the Word of God, and now people mock the Word of God, and those who proclaim it are are, are laughed at as fundamentalists. Well, we need the fundamentals because if we don't have them, this nation is doomed. It's funny because you look at, at you know massively secular nations, and they're doing fine, just fine, bro. They're doing all right. You know, God's like fucking. Well, I'll take my hand off, and it's like, well, fucking, you weren't helping anyway. You know what I mean? It's it's like it's like it's like you're riding your bike. And all of a sudden you look behind you and your fucking dad's not running behind you anymore. And you're like, I was riding all along, you know? <laughs> it was always you. It's fucking stupid as shit. My, my dad was an alcoholic. He never pushed me on my bike. He pushed you over on your bike. <laughs> He just, he just sees just you riding sit by inside. Him. He'd be like, he'd be sitting inside. He'd be like, is that fucking kid riding that bike yet? <laughs> Look at him ride. Look at if him ride. If he's not riding yet, bring him in here. I'll beat I'll him. Just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll teach that fucker to ride. <laughs> just... uh, here's what I'll do. I'll stand here and yell at you to ride your Ride your bike! <laughs> Did that help? No, I have a drink. <laughs> he's standing there in his stained white t-shirt and his underwear. I loved it when he stood around his underwear, though, because that meant his belt was far away. That's how so. you know you're safe. Oh, God. You're safe. Oh, no. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Oh, Christ. Uh, this comes from news.com, Australia. 
Uh, Aiden Fenton, seven, vomited and died after slapping therapy. Uh, so evidently there's a thing called slapping therapy. Um, this poor kid was, was taken to a Chinese healer um, who did an alternative Chinese medicine workshop at the Tasty or Tasley Health Pack. Probably not Tasty. Probably health not. Pack, <laughs> health Pack Center uh, where he died. Um, he went and saw this Chinese therapist who advocates the use of slapping therapy. Wait, fucking it is exactly what it sounds like. They, these people are slapped until they're bruised to cure illnesses and rid the bodies of poisons. And this dude said that the more it hurts when you're being slapped, the more full of poisons you are. That sounds... No. What? Yeah, it just hurts getting slapped. Who would, who would take a seven-year-old and be like, what? Slap him till he's bruised. It's not just that. It's they fucking eight, they paid $1,800 $1, to kill a kid. Right. Like, that's the thing. It's like, this isn't just some dude who made some shit up and these poor people were duped into killing their child, right? This is a guy who maliciously is killing children because he doesn't care because he's making a gob of fucking money off of it. Right. This is an awful, awful person. This isn't just a, a whoopsie doodle. Oh, sorry. I, you know, I, I gave him some bad advice. No, this is a guy giving malicious advice for profit. Excuse me. How fucking you I get a talking. That's good. <laughs> That's what everybody else is doing, though. So. I know. That's, you're fucking so exciting to talk to. That's oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Well, fuck it. (laughs) So the other thing is, like, when you read through this, not only did did these poor parents get duped into bringing their kid and paying $1,800 to this fucking asshole, um, but detectives are investigating whether he was taken off of his insulin before his death because he was was diabetic. Um, And and this guy claims in his fucking seminar that the, the participants should fast for three days. So think about that. You've got a diabetic kid who all of a sudden is taken off of his insulin and then fasting for three fucking days. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a recipe for fucking disaster. And then they undertake the fucking slapping, which I got a fucking seven-year-old. I got to tell you something, man. If I slap that fucking kid, he's fucking confused. He's angry. It's not like he understands. It's not like a grown person where I can enter into this fucking weird contract of meridian garbage and be like, let's fucking slap each other for a while. He would just be fucking traumatized and upset and not understand why he was being, you know, withheld food and not understand why people were fucking beating on him. And then at the end, like, they slap him so much that it can prompt vomiting and dizzy spells, and this fucking guy calls it a healing crisis. I mean, at the very least, at the fucking very least... If you're going to be a shithead fraud, only be a fraud to fucking grown-ass men and women. And, and, and also be like, you know, if you're going to be a shithead fraud, can't you just fucking do, like, sugar pills, like homeopathy or some shit? Like, right. you know, I understand that neglecting the treatment is bad, right? That's a bad thing. So, like, if you're neglecting the treatment and the kid... You know, you wind up not giving him his insulin or whatever it is, and the kid dies, etc. The kid gets fucked up because of it. I understand that that's bad, right? But actually inflicting damage on the kid? Doesn't that seem just like fucking... That just seems like a guy who likes to hit kids. Yeah, right. Or or just doesn't get... Or just is so fucking 
so divorced from his own empathy that he's like, I'll take 1800 bucks. I don't give a fuck what happens to right. you. So we want to thank our newest patrons. We want to thank Janet, Jeff, Joel, Rob, Scott, Tim, Lyle, Erica, Nicholas, Barbara, Blair, Peter, Adam, Tyson, motherfucking Westrope, Tim, Kevin, Mike, and Christopher. Thank you all so much. Your your donations go a long way to making things like ReasonCon possible, and it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, and and it was just it was just really great to go down there and see everybody and uh, and it was it was all thanks to our patrons. Also, want to thank Stephen and Luke for their PayPal donations. Uh, they gave one-time donations. We want to thank them for that as well. Absolutely, thank you very much. We got a message. This is from Tony, and Tony said uh, sent us a picture of what they put inside the program. It has a list for cognitive dissonance, and out for the listing it says for cognitive dissonance because they list a bunch of different other ones, um, and it says for cognitive dissonance a foul mouth podcast that leaves listeners confused and unable to think clearly or consistently. That's terrific. That's <laughs> that is awesome. great shit. So we'll post a picture of that on this episode show notes. Uh, for this episode, it's two twenty three. We want to thank. You know, we're we're gonna send a shirt to a couple shirts to Alfredo, actually a hoodie and a shirt to Alfredo. But we want to thank him specifically for being awesome. Uh, Alfredo came through. It looks like our website is fixed at this point. Alfredo went through and sort of cleaned everything up and 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 fiddled around with it and made sure everything worked right. Uh, did some checking and and whatnot. But he was he was great and he was on the spot and and he was awesome. So we want to thank Alfredo for all the help. Uh, you're awesome, dude, and uh, and we hope that you enjoy the hoodie. It was so nice of you to help us out, man. We really are grateful for it. So least we can do. On this episode, show notes, you're going to find a link to a petition. And this petition, uh, it says, uh, you two inspire me to do ridiculous and useless things. That said, I have a request for you guys. Could you please support my petition to change the Pledge of Allegiance in Texas to Lee Greenwood's God Bless the USA. That's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> and so we're going to post a link. Uh, we think everybody should... Uh, should go and fill this uh, this petition out. Uh, there's only a couple people right now, but go ahead and fill it out. Again, like I said, it's episode 223, so you can check it out. Also, I wanted to uh, post another image. This image is of the eye body. I'm not going to uh, to do much with this, but I definitely want to uh, post it for this episode. So go check out what the eye body looks like, according to Kernan. Uh, this is Paul. He said, I heard... Uh, please send us Pokemon Hentai, and he sent us a video, but I don't think he thought this one through. Yeah, no, I don't think so either, because it's a, he was trying to rickroll us, but it, <laughs> but, but it dropped the YouTube preview, right, so it's, it's clearly Google. a rickroll. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is like, like you weren't going to rickroll me anyway, because I wasn't going to watch it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, I want you to read this one, Tom. This one is just titled Harry Potter, and it's from Oscar. Hey, it says Dumbledore wasn't Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Dumbledore, eh? Dumbledore was in love with a dude. Lots of people suspected it, and Rowling confirmed it. I read the books. He's, there's nothing about that in the books. All I'm saying is, oh my God, listen to me from there. Hang on. Guys, 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 guys. Oh. If it's not your goddamn bush. What's <laughs> best? Hold on now. So, so when the elves leave, 
uh, to go to the 9th and 11th floor or whatever. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what are you talking about? The goddamn elves don't even take the goddamn Hogwarts Express! The <laughs> fucking. What would the elves do on the goddamn train? Oh, they can't operate! Oh, God. What's funny is, is I'm normally the dork between the two of us, but this is your chance to play know, the dork. It's, it's awesome. It's pretty fun, actually. It's great. It's awesome. We got a message. This is from this is from Jason, and Jason wants us to read this now. Here he is trying to tell us how Pokemon can turn your kids gay, and he put in a bunch of different names that I, if I tried to read, I would not be able to do it. But Tom, I'm relying on you. That's a bad call. My story may sound a bit far fetched, but I just may have an idea about how Pokemon makes our kids gay. See, when an Adreno and an Adreno get together for some beers, one will eventually become drowsy. Uh-huh. This is when he gets a giant Kakuna stuffed in his pupitar. <laughs> <laughs> After a rapid dash of inward and outward movement by the perp, he will pull out and squirtle his vandalish matang in the meowth of his partner, forever labeling him as a Nid Queen. When this happens... Two Nidorinas, it usually involves a schizor of some sort, but from what I'm told, it starts with the use of a vibrava <laughs> and finishes with a little licking action. Licking is the name of a Pokemon. I guess. That's I, awesome. Man, I, I'll tell you what, cards. I love it to give it to people in the Pupitar. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> huge fan. That was very amusing. That's very funny. Thank, Thank you, you, Jason. So, Tom, another Harry Potter message. Um, I'm going to read this one. It says, Sirs. And I think he misaddressed it. Harry Potter technically does have a horcrux when his parents were killed by Lord. I can't even believe I'm reading this aloud. <laughs> I can't either. When his parents were killed by Lord Voldemort. Part of Voldemort's soul was put into Harry. I know this because I finished the last book today, and this and this episode was released. Uh, the Lord truly works in mysterious ways. So, Tom, I think you are wrong about the horcrux. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Harry Potter doesn't have a Horcrux. He fucking is the goddamn Horcrux. <laughs> what the, the fucking book again? Uh, God damn you, uh, Yeah. So I never saw. I, I I don't know how it ends. Like all I saw was the last. The last movie I saw was like I think like Snape kills Dumbledore or something. And then, like, I stopped watching it. And that was the last one I saw. And I like to think that Snape kills everyone. That's what I like to <laughs> That's think. That's how it ends. That he just, like, just, goes, he just goes on, like, a fucking wild fucking wand rampage and just lays everybody down. And that's the end of it. And then at the end, I think Harry Potter comes back as, like, a Jesus figure. That's what I think. He dies and comes back. He's got to like, No, yeah. that couldn't possibly be exactly what happens. That's probably exactly what happens. Because yeah. <laughs> he's, like, a Jesus figure. Oh, and it's so fucking stupid and predictable. Shut your whore mouth! <laughs> God, we're gonna get so much mail now that I said I know, it's stupid. I know. Be like, oh my God. <laughs> they're gonna fucking hyperventilate. They're gonna be spitting their fucking tricks all over their screen as they're trying to fucking type this out. Outrageous! <laughs> it's okay, I like dorky things too. I just don't it's like fine. Harry Potter. That's just not your dorky I thing. Just, just, that was fine. just one dorky thing I don't like. We got a message from from Micah, Tom. This is about uh, the horny toad. This is on your most recent episode. You officially went too far in mocking Texas. No, we didn't. No, that's that's actually not even possible to do. 
You cannot go too far mocking Texas. We give you so much good material to put through the meat grinder of comedy, but you just had to take it too far. Well, I have no problem with laughing at Texas Christian University, which is sadly held in high esteem within the state. The Texas horned lizard is totally innocent in this. Colloquially known, colloquially, colloquially, Jesus, colloquially, I can't now. Locally known as the horny toad, horned frog, and the various iterations thereof, this threatened species is actually the official reptile of Texas. Furthermore, it is perhaps the most metal reptile as well, given that its primary defensive behavior is to squirt blood out of its eyes up to a range of five feet. Additionally, it is covered in bony horns and looks like some kind of reptile from hell. Oh, and he sent us a picture of it. Here's the thing, though. Are you fucking Texans so stupid that you don't know the fucking difference between a lizard and a frog? You just, it's like lizard, frog. Why don't you just call it the fucking horny squirrel? You know, like, it's got you a tail, right? You can't differentiate one fucking animal from another. Like, it's uh. colloquially known as whatever the fuck we call it because we're so fucking stupid down here in Texas. We don't know the fucking difference between animals. What are you going to call it? It's, it's the horned armadillo. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's the horned buffalo. Uh, it's fucking, it's either a horned reptile or grandma. We can't even fucking tell. That's oh, man. Outrageous. Well, Why I, would I, you I, call it a horny toad, a horned frog, but it's actually not a toad. It's not a frog. It's a fucking lizard. <laughs> it's a fucking stupid fucking thing to say. You're all stupid in Texas. <laughs> I will say that that blood coming out of the eyes is not it's not uncommon. That happens every time I take my clothes off around someone else. <laughs> right? The I blood just say. shoots out of their eyes up to five feet. So it's not I really that uncommon. I consider that foreplay. Yeah. <laughs> someone asks, uh, Paul asks if we're going to be uh, doing a fundraiser for Nepal. We're not going to be doing a fundraiser, particularly for Nepal. We're actually going to be doing a fundraiser, hopefully in the next month. Um, we had already committed to. So. Uh, we would suggest if you're going to give money, give it to Doctors Without Borders. They're a great organization. I'm sure they're boots on the ground in Nepal right now. There's also plenty of other great organizations that you can give to. The Red Cross is another great organization. But I would go with Doctors Without Borders, Paul. So if you're looking to donate for Nepal, that would be where I would go. Get a message from Rose. Rose went through a lot of trouble trying to calculate when our last episode would be, Tom. Yeah, so we had, we decided our last episode is going to be episode six sixty six, and 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 we're we have the right to change that if we, although I I highly doubt we're going to get to six sixty six. Yeah, well that but. comes up. I guess you know it turns out that that'll be Monday, the fourth of January, two thousand and twenty one. Oh, I Jesus. cannot imagine that I won't be killed before. That. I would imagine that podcasts won't even be a thing. Like we're going to be like fucking streaming in each other's brains and flying in cars. <laughs> There's no way. There, you're crazy, dude. There's going to be a fucking apocalypse. It's going to be oh, fucking right. raining, you know, radioactive I ash. Forgot. We're all going to be eating baby soup. So, Got a message from Colton. He says, I have the perfect huckster imam name. And this is last week when we were coming up names and Tom said, like, fucking Father McRapes a lot for the fucking <laughs> priest. And I said something like fucking uh, Amir Burns' bride. But he said, no, it's better. You can have. You could have had... Suck my dick. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> and it's spelled S U Q M A D I Q. That's fucking perfect. I I thought it was amazing. That's pretty great. We got a message from Phil, and Phil said, "I just heard two twenty one, and the bit within 
uh, about Detroit SWAT refusing to advance into a no-go zone, and I think I have some answers for you. I should clear the air and begin with Dearborn. Dearborn is part of central Detroit, uh, but I'm sure hundreds of articulate and reasonable Detroit residents have sorted you out on this already. We looked it up. It's not part of Detroit. Yeah, it's part of the the Detroit metro area, but it is a different city, and jurisdictions typically lie within, uh, you know, a city. So I can't, if I'm a Chicago cop, I can't uh, go to Oak Park, which is part of the Chicago metro area, for example, but is a suburb of Chicago. I can't go arrest people in Oak Park just because I'm, I'm like locally around. Yeah. You, only, you only have jurisdiction within, within a very like specific driving area. Around SWAT just looking for trouble. Just say, hey, I just thought I'd arrest you. And I know we're going to get fucking emails from somebody like, well, actually you could in these circumstances. All right. Yeah, yeah. I know. I get it. I get it. But jurisdiction typically only extends to, to certain areas, you know, state, county or city, depending on the, the you know, your, your, what, what organization you work for within a policing unit. But um, but thanks for the email. We, you know, we, we appreciate it. You're, I think we're wrong. You're just wrong. <laughs> we got a message from Sandra. <laughs> and Sandra says, so I discovered uh, your podcast and uh, I was listening to episode 190-uh. And uh, basically we're talking about the South and says, speaking of which, and it says here, y'all, although she got the apostrophe right on the yeah, y'all. she put the apostrophe in the right in correct spot. spot. Fucking bravo y'all on that said one. there's only one tooth in the whole state of Tennessee, and I'll have you fuckers know that we have more than one tooth, and we take pride in our excellent dental health. There are, in fact, three teeth in Tennessee, and that's where we get the three goddamn stars of our flag. And I looked, <laughs> and you're absolutely right. And that's why Texas is called the Lone Star State. <laughs> what? <laughs> And they only have the one tooth. Because there's just one tooth. I'm going to tell you, this, this Tennessee flag looks vaguely racist, and I don't know why. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised there isn't like a black man being lynched just, on it. <laughs> Tom, we got a message from Dave, and Dave is asking about how to explain death to a child. Yeah, so I don't want to read Dave's uh, whole email on the air because it, it contains some kind of private or semi-private information, but... Um, you know, that's that's the gist of it. How do you explain death to a child to somebody who's not a believer? And, man, I, I don't have real good answers for you. I wish I did. I think I think I think he's got a five year old. And I think here's how you do it. You do it frequently. Um, I've got uh, I've got an eight year old um, and we've been talking about death for a very long time. He's really interested in in, in notions of death and what happens when we die. And I think. I think one thing that I try to do is not to correct him at all. You know, he's formulating his own ideas. And so I just ask him a lot of questions about, you know, he's interested right now in the Greek mythologies and the Greek myths because he's reading these lightning thief books or whatever. And um, so we talk a lot about that sort of stuff. And he wants to know when you die, maybe you go to Hades. Well, maybe, bud. I mean, what do you think? Why would we go there? How would you know it was there? How would you know it wasn't there? You know, how would you know that was there and not something else? And so we just we just talk about it. Um, I don't think you can do much else with a with a kid that's, um, you know, in that stage in their life where they're four, five, six, seven, eight, ten. Um, you, you know, you're not going to come to answers, and I think you're going to have an ongoing, evolving conversation. There's never going to be, yeah, man, fucking nailed it. Talk to my five year old about death. Yeah, and now we're yeah. done. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be an ongoing conversation for sure. Got a message, Tom, from Steve, and this is outstanding. Yeah, so Steve says that he's a music professor and a professional musician with 30 years of experience. He has all of the degrees and diplomas, including a doctorate, that say I can be trusted to give an expert opinion on music. 
I've noticed your disdain for a particular patriotic composition by noted Americana artist Lee Americana Greenwood. Artist. And he would like to offer his expert opinion on that particular anthem. It makes me want to eat my own kidneys and vomit them into my asshole. <laughs> I hope that that helps in your research. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That was great, Steve. When oh I read that, God. I laughed out loud. It was that's great. Tremendous. Tremendous. Thank you. So that wraps it up for uh, for this episode. Uh, it was a... Uh, I want to say it was fun, but none of it was fun. No, so. well, I mean, you were talking to me. We're going to be back with two episodes next week. We're going to have a uh, midweek show, and then we'll have a, another full episode next week. And uh, we're going to leave you, like we always do, with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno-Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. 